Will you accept this rose? Break. Serena is marrying the wrong Joe. She got engaged to the wrong Joe. It should have been me. So, so you're saying that Serena P should have been engaged to you rather than Joe, who she's been hanging out with the entire time. Yeah, she. They messed it up. They didn't mess anything <laughs> up, Joey. Nobody, nobody messed any anything up. How's everybody doing? It is. A Tuesday, October 5th, the 177th episode of Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> this season <laughs> just finished airing, and Joey's here as well. Joey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, and honestly, I am... Married the wrong Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Oh, I, I was bittersweet seeing that proposal. Happy for them, super happy. They're happy, but yeah. on the other hand, now Serena... P is officially off the market, and yeah, that bums me out a little bit. It looks like I will not be adding her after all. So any master plan I was, which I had a lot of master plans. No, you didn't. You did not have a master plan. <laughs> you had no ma- What was your master plan? Reveal your master plan. It's top secret. No, it's not. That means you didn't have one. That Everybody knows that means you didn't have one, Joey. If you're saying that your master plan was top secret, you didn't have a master plan. Uh, everybody knows, man. I was pulling for grocery store Joe uh, from the moment he showed up on the beach. I really did not think that things would go as well. I mean, j- from the moment he started talking to Serena P, it's like everything just went swimmingly for grocery store Joe, didn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, lot going on. We got three engagements that have been finalized. We got Dean and Kaylin showing up saying absolutely nothing of substance <laughs> the entire time they were there. We'll talk about them as well. Uh, but it sounds like we got a Joey weekend update. I do need to get a song for this. We do need to get a Joey weekend update song. I still don't have one. I'll make one at some point. Uh, but we do need to get that. Uh, Joey's got a weekend update. I love it when Joey texts me during the week and fawns. I got a, I got a great opener for the podcast i have absolutely (laughs) absolutely no idea what he's going to be talking about i gotta assume it's probably doj related um i i I have to guess uh but joey weekend update what's going on so you you may you may or may not be correct okay you're correct okay you're right it's (laughs) do it's doj related right Yes, it is. Okay. So, I mean, that's what all of your weekends, your weekends usually revolve around the song Drops of Jupiter. I mean, you got to be one of the few people where your weekends seem to revolve around the one song that you do. But <laughs> yes. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I don't know if I've made this analogy or comparison on the, on the show yet so far, but it, it feels like, well you, well, you can relate with Bourbon Creek. When you play the same songs over and over it gets kind of boring. Like, you know, it's like you, you kind of get tired of it, but you got to play it if it's your big song. Sure. Right? I mean, yeah, you definitely get into the the routine kind of of playing it. You know how it works and everything. You become very, very familiar. Yeah. Right. So I feel like 
I'm at that point now with DOJ. Well, how can you like, not be? I mean, no, I yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, you are. I mean, how could you possibly not be at that point? You got to know that song better than Pat Monahan knows it. Oh yeah, Pat Monahan, the lead singer of Train, who you googled that one time. <laughs> no, I mean, you got to know the song better than anyone. Honestly, at this point. Sorry, Pat, if you're listening. If you, well, if you're, if you're listening, <laughs> nobody Pat. knows Pat Monahan. <laughs> the only reason I know the name Pat Monahan is because you Googled him that one time. Uh, other than that, okay, yeah. But what were you saying? But if you are tuning in, Pat, what up, Pat? Yeah, what's going on, Pat? <laughs> if Pat Monahan is listening to Bros in the Break Room right now, uh, what's going on, Pat? Yeah, we Joey loves your song "Drops of Jupiter." If you can't tell, yeah, okay. So. All right, so I was at Otter on Saturday night, and it was, uh, what was it? Me, uh, our buddy Shane, Andy, and then uh, Dan Brockberg was there too. And uh, I don't know, I don't know if Dan, I don't think Dan listens to the show, but I, I think if uh, it's Matt's brother, Matt, if you're listening, what up? Yeah, um, Matt was on our season finale. Yeah, uh, last season. Yep. Yeah, so we were there. And I don't think Dan had ever heard me sing it before, but he knows, I think, of me singing it. And so he's like, Joey, you got to sing Drops of Jupiter. You got to do it. You got to do it. Right. And I was like, okay, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sing it. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's, let's. Actually, I was going to sing Tequila by Dan and Shay, but then they were like, you got to just stick to the script. Have like, like you got to just do Drops of Jupiter. Wow. I, like, I, I can't like, believe Bye. you signed up for a song that wasn't DOJ. I, I think know. that's the real story here. I, that's the <laughs> kind of, you're kind of burying the lead here. I think the lead here is that you were signing up for a song that wasn't DOJ. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but you signed up for a song that wasn't DOJ, but you ended up doing DOJ anyway. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I actually did put in tequila and then I had to switch it. Okay. I was like <laughs> Thor because, you know, I, the guy working the karaoke at Otter great dude right like your best Thor. your best friend it's literally is every one of, karaoke dj is joey's best friend. i know i, I the, the karaoke community is just absolutely fantastic community <laughs> the community okay and yeah i'm actually i'm good friends with thor and i was like thor gotta switch it up and thor gets on the mic and he goes here's joey and it, it was he made some joke. He was like, for the millionth time, drops of Jupiter. Or or he said, like, for the first time. I don't know. Either way. Yeah, with was... the sarcastic route. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I sang it. And I will say this. It definitely was one of my best performances ever you of the You say song. that every time. I'm not kidding. You say that every single time. There has not been a time where you haven't sang and then immediately went, it had to have been one of my best performances I've ever done. I mean, you're not, everybody's giving me knocks afterwards. I'm getting high fives. Everybody, it was just one of my best. You never don't say, you say that every single time. But continue. But can, so, so basically it means nothing. I mean, I don't know if it was a good performance or a bad performance. Because you say that every time. But you said well, it was one of your best performances yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, of Drops of Jupiter, was I, I bomb other songs all the time. Because sure. I'm not, I don't know, like I'm not familiar with them. Right. But I did it. It was great. I went back over to our table and uh, all the guys were like, that was so good. That was so good. Like everyone loved it. Great God. performance, and <laughs> you do this every and then, time. And then, talk and about then, how much everyone loved it. Okay, continue. And then Dan took it one step further. And he was like, "Have like that was so good." If you were on The Voice, I would have turned my chair. Why do people say stuff like that to you? Why do people inflate the ego? The ego is so all. 
The ego is so already there. Dan Brockberg, what's up? If you are listening to this, why do you have to say stuff like that to him? Do you hear this guy talk about himself singing? You would think he's the next coming of, my goodness. I don't even know Pat who. Monahan. Pat Monahan, I guess. Um, oh. Okay, so Dan Brockberg said that he would have flipped the chair around on The Voice if yeah. you were on the show. Not going to lie. My head was pretty big after yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I, I was like, still my, is. Yeah, my ego was pretty, pretty big, and yeah, I it was hasn't like, def- hasn't deflated <laughs> since then. It doesn't seem like. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty great. I was like, wow. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I uh, would really make it on The Voice, but you know what? I don't know. We should get you. We should get you to audition <laughs> for The Voice. We just should get me on The Voice and drop to Jupiter. You only do one song. You should. You should say that to begin. So just so you guys know, I am a one song. <laughs> I am a. I am a. I'm a. I'm a one trick pony here when it comes to singing. <laughs> I do drops of Jupiter and drops of Jupiter only. Everybody in the voice, because they have to obviously sing. You sing whatever they give you, right? You sing a different song every time. <laughs> You're just singing. And now that she's back in the atmosphere, <laughs> drops of Jupiter. Yeah. Unbelievable. I don't know. It's so funny, too, with that song. I never even, like, knew it that well or, like, particularly, like, loved it. Like, the first time I heard it or first couple times. But, man... Has it taken a life, taken on a life of its own? It has. It's wow. become bigger. It's become bigger than 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 you. I mean, you said that Dan Brock. You said that Dan didn't. He's never heard you sing, but he still knows that you sing that. He somehow still knows that. Maybe he did listen to the pod. Maybe he did hear you because you did. You have sang "Drops of Jupiter" a couple times on the podcast, so maybe he did hear that. I don't. Otherwise, I don't know how he would <laughs> would hear that. But uh, Joey, well done on your. <laughs> Your weekend update was just you bragging about how great of a song you did. That's all your weekend update was. Your weekend update was just you bragging about what a great performance of Drops of Jupiter. You just want everyone to know how you killed Drops of Jupiter. I mean, am I wrong? Am I wrong? That's that's basically what it was. Well, I'm just saying it's so funny. At first, I'm getting State Fair talent show edits. Now I'm getting voice chair turn edits. I mean, wow. That's just... it's. Quite, quite the rush. I just want to anybody who is listening to this, if you hear Joey after a Drops of Jupiter performance, I'm not saying don't go up to him and tell him he did a good job. That's fine. Go up to him and say, hey, nice job, Joey. You sounded great. All right. But don't say you'd turn your chair around for him if you were on The Voice. <laughs> don't tell him that he should enter a state fair talent show. Don't tell him these things because look at this guy right now. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And it's I swear it's almost every podcast. You have a new Drops of Jupiter story. You're the only guy who has regular drops of Jupiter stories. It's it's <laughs> it's really an unbelievable thing. But uh, thank you very much, Joey, for that weekend update. Um, let's go ahead and get into another three-hour uh, extravaganza <laughs> of Bachelor in Paradise. Joey, here, here's my first question for you. Uh, you are an elite Bachelor in Paradise mind. I am not. Um, I do not have anything to compare this season to. What were your thoughts of the season in, in general from, from, from start to finish? How, how was this compared to other seasons? Do you think it was better? Do you think it was worse uh, in terms of the drama, some of the couples that we saw get engaged? What were your thoughts on the season in general? Mm, overall, I thought it was good. Um, it was it, The only thing is that it didn't have as much of that normally it does is 
like good love triangles. Like sometimes you'll get like love triangles with like within side another love triangle and you'll get yeah. like I mean you'll be in like a Venn diagram love <laughs> <Yeah>. disaster. <laughs> right. And that's what we didn't necessarily get as much of on this one. They were they were really focused this one on are you here for the right reasons? Did you know so each and other so beforehand? beforehand? Yeah, that was big. Um, yep. That was like kind of a almost a reoccurring theme, which right. provided some good drama. I mean, it was entertaining. Um, but yeah, it was it was good though overall. I mean, I, I think it started off hot out of the gates, which is pretty typical when yeah. there's a bigger field, and then it kind of slows down as um, you know, kind of as it as it works its way through the season. Um, one thing though that also maybe could have been approved upon a bit is normally they have more people on there that people are just in general more familiar with. Sure. Um, when you bring on these people that didn't really make it very far in the normal season are more unknown. It, it just to me it makes it less interesting oh, because it's not even yeah, a matter of making yeah, it far. I mean, we're yeah. talking about night one boot skis. Yeah, I mean, they're bringing night onesies <laughs> on. I mean, grocery store Joe is uh is a rare kind of thing he was a night one boot but everybody kind of loved him he kind of got to make a name of his own because he was a night one boot right so grocery store joe's a little bit different other than that i mean they're bringing people on from matt's season and i had absolutely no idea who it was and like i've said before i watched matt james's season very very intently because i'm doing the podcast on it and i had absolutely no idea who this person was um i think my kind of interpretation of paradise is the first five or six episodes were fantastic i loved it i i mean because it was balls to the wall action and i think there were a lot of love triangles at least what i noticed they weren't like hardcore big time love triangles i'm sorry joey's drinking a capri sun right now. <laughs> he's drinking a capri sun he's just sucking on a capri sun right now i always tell who drinks capri sun past the age of eight <laughs> i have no idea and Joey's always got a Capri Sun juice box. Um, anyway, like and, and uh, 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 notable mention, I'm going to be 30 years old in 11 days, and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm drinking down a uh, a nice Capri Sun. He right still now. hasn't gotten past the Capri Sun phase. Uh, I can hear it. I can hear you drinking it. I hope that comes through on the podcast. Trying to trying to get it in the mic. Yeah, yeah, that's gotta be. Um, anyway, like I said, I think the first, yeah, the first five or six episodes, I definitely did think there were love triangles. Um, they weren't like balls to the wall, but there were just like people doing there. I like petty drama. I'm a fan of just petty, kind of just small, kind of meaningless stuff. When people blow things up, that really isn't that big of a deal. I love that like stuff. When Mar- like when Mari uh, chucked the cake in the Mari fire. When Mari chucked the cake, that was fantastic. <laughs> exactly. Mari's chucking the cake after she told Kenny, hey, we should see other people. Kenny goes to see other people. Mari gets mad about it and chucks the cake in the fire. It's like, what are you doing? I mean, stuff like that was great. I thought the Brendan and Piper stuff was pretty satisfying. I like seeing um, the Instagram justice that was kind of served up with all of that. But I think the last like hundred episodes, and I swear this has been like a 100 episode season. Has it not? I feel like we have gotten so many episodes of this thing when they have to do the talks about, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. When they do the talks about um, 
what's life going to be like after paradise? We need to have some grown-up conversations. But I'm sorry. I just don't care. I'm not that invested in these people's relationships where I care that much about their next steps like after paradise show me if they're gonna leave the beach together or not i'm fine with that in terms of like the grown-up conversations that they have to have i'm sorry it's just for me personally i'm just not not into it that's just me i think other people very well may be into that kind of thing um but all in all i thought it was good i mean i i think that i enjoyed it when it was good it was great you know, so I would say when it was good, I enjoyed it more than The Bachelor. When it was kind of, meh, I would say I enjoyed it less. So I, I don't, I don't know if I'd say I enjoy it more than the normal show, or not. But I, I, I do think that it was, it, it was solid, and um, I, w- I was pretty entertained by it. Super excited for Michelle's season to start up now. That's going to be awesome, isn't it? Just even seeing the previews, everything they're filming in Minneapolis, it's kind of cool to see some like familiar landmarks in Minneapolis, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. No, it's it's awesome. Like. I honestly still can't even believe they filmed so much in Minneapolis and I am so excited. Yeah. To see it because like we said on uh, previously, so much was so close to us. I mean, they literally launched right. fireworks off two blocks from my apartment yeah. at the U S bank stadium. And we already saw that was in the preview. It was like so crazy. That was literally two blocks. That from was my right apartment. after we finished recording the podcast. Yeah, that that was right yeah. after we finished the podcast that day. Like literally five minutes after we finished yeah. the podcast. I know. I, I remember I was coming out of your place and I, I heard the the pop, pop, pop of the fireworks. And I was looking over there and I'm like, fireworks? What's going on? And neither you or me knew what was going on. And then it took somebody texting you to be like, this is after you called yourself Reality Ryan. It, <laughs> <laughs> it took somebody texting you being like, hey, Joey, that was obviously from the date uh, date that happened at The Bachelor. But yeah, that's going to be awesome. I mean, Michelle's just the best. Um, it, 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 it's going to be great. Um, hoping the producer don't do her dirty you know hopefully the producers don't do anything to make her look bad or anything like that because Michelle is the best and I want to uh, I just want the best for her like in the season I want to make sure that she looks like an absolute queen when that season um, is over yeah no I, I agree I am so excited like I think Michelle when she was on Matt's season she it seemed like she was like more reserved and kind of like held back. She was very, very nice. Um, I think we called her boring. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I mean yeah. we, it's right there. I mean, yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I, I think throughout the course of the season, I said Michelle is very, very nice. She represents Minnesota very, very well because she is so sweet. She's so nice. She's confident. I also said I didn't think she was super TV entertaining, you know, and I think the word boring might have been thrown around a couple of times. Now we're seeing her on this on the big screen here. We're seeing these amazing promos that they have for her. And it's like it seems anything but boring. You know, it seems pretty electric. I remember Shawnee. Shawnee was like Shawnee wasn't going to let anybody say that Michelle was boring. You remember that? He really came all out to, to, to her defense about that. Yeah. And I think that she showed so many more like she showed a lot more like I'm trying to think of the be- the best way to describe it. She when she was on after the final rose, um, she kind of she kind of came after Matt. Remember that one comment when she came after Matt and she said, "When girls ask you how you feel, or or you know when girls like share their feelings with you and open up, say more than just thanks for sharing." Exactly. And it was in that moment when I'm like, 
yep, she'd be great as a bachelor. Yeah, because, like she's coming at him. She was pretty she, yeah, confrontational. Exactly. Yep. She was pretty confrontational because I remember that Matt. What what happened was Matt broke up with um with with Michelle. Remember that it was heartbreaking to see because Michelle had the jerseys, the Mister and Mrs. James jerseys, and Matt kind of put the jerseys to the side and said thanks, but there's something I got to tell you. He breaks up with her, and then what Michelle said is that Matt didn't want to have a conversation with her after he broke up. Um, he just kind of broke up with her and didn't really offer her any kind of closure or anything. And Michelle was definitely still pretty resentful about that. And she let that be known in the after the final rose. And I mean, she gave Matt a lashing in that. If you go back and watch, I mean, she gave him an, a lashing on that after the final rose. I thought it was awesome. So, yeah, um, I, th- I think it's going to be a great season. I'm super excited to talk about it. Hopefully we get some great villains. I just want great villains. That's all I care about is just fantastic villains feel like we haven't really got great villains there weren't really too many villains on katie's season they were they were kind of fleeting you know the villains were kind of being sent off and they weren't that great anyway victoria was a horrible villain on matt's season so i'm just hoping we get some great villains no i i agree and i actually don't even think since you've really started watching it and we've done the podcast we've really gotten many good villains at all no um which yeah is a, is a huge bummer. I mean that's that's what makes the normal seasons especially so good. If right. you get really good villains and not just like, you know, not just like random one co- one off comments like Victoria like, you know, okay, okay. But no, I'm talking about like really planned out methodical <laughs> villains right like like loopy exactly (laughs) exactly right like they have a plan of what they want to do they execute the plan they're good at being bad i want people that are good at being bad um yeah exactly so we'll see what happens uh let's get into this um this this episode it starts with the noah and abigail stuff first of all apparently they're together that kind of surprises me because that was a pretty rough breakup that they had and I, I mean, I've said it about a million times on this podcast. I never liked Noah. I thought he was extremely distant with Abigail. Um, I didn't think that he was really ever being upfront with her. Um, I just wasn't a fan of the dude. And I mean, hindsight is going to be twenty twenty in this case. But my question for you, Joey, is, is, is why would he say that he's starting to fall in love with Abigail if he knew he was going to break it up like he knew in his heart that he it was going to be over he just for whatever reason he did the whole thing which everybody was saying which I feel like there's something missing which it seems to be the ultimate paradise way to just kind of get out of the relationship you're in is just say I feel like there's something missing um, I think that that's what Noah said or, or, or something along those lines and, uh, yeah, why would he say that? Why would he say I'm starting to fall in love with you if he knew he was going to end it? Um, again, hindsight is twenty twenty, but in this case, Noah really should have taken a look inside. What am I feeling? What is this gut feeling that's telling me Abigail's not my person? How can I convert that to words and let her know about it up front so it's not happening at the bachelor prom on the last day or whatever the almost the last day of paradise you know what i mean i don't think noah handled things right as uh, uh, at all again uh hindsight's going to be 2020 in this case what joey what were your thoughts of their uh breakup and kind of seeing those two uh leave separately <laughs> yeah i mean it was a pretty big like flip-flop i guess because even yeah. they they called out they said it was a day after like he said, I love you. And then one day after was this prom where he said, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I think something's missing, or, or you know, whatever. He, he broke it off. Yeah. So you're not my person. You're said, not. Yeah. You're not my person. Yeah. So that was one day after. So Abigail called it a blindside, and it does. That, that didn't feel that far off because it was just one day after each other. And I don't know if Noah just got scared or what. Because I mean, my hot take last week was Noah didn't like Abigail at all, and right. it was all for show. So now with them actually being together in real life, maybe maybe I had it off too then. Maybe they actually did like each other. And Noah just expresses emotion very subtly yeah. with, with no emotion. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I said, I think that is kind of Noah's personality is he is kind of, uh, I've said this before, it's, it's not a super bubbly personality with Noah. He has a very dry vocal inflection kind of all the time i remember he even used to make one-liners that were kind of funny but they would be funny because he had this kind of deadpan delivery that he would use um and 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 that sort of thing so yeah and then abigail comes back and i've said this before about abigail i mean she's just the you can tell how much all those girls love abigail you know when you when you see abigail's heart broken all of those girls are acting like they're being the ones that are broken up it's like they can feel abigail's pain you know what i mean and i've said this before i think that's just one of the biggest testimonials you can really give somebody on the show is when every single person there loves you you know because again we're seeing an edit we're only seeing what abc is showing us when every single person there loves you that obviously means that you have established some kind of you know uh you've established some kind of you know connection with the people there and the people there root for you and everybody did root for abigail and it was pretty anti noah um again they were only hearing abigail's side of things so it makes sense that they were um anti noah but yeah apparently they're they're still together so um good for them apparently it's 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 working out with them again i'm kind of surprised because i thought that that was sort of a brutal breakup that would not lead to any kind of uh resolution but um apparently it did so good for them um and then the cocktail party gets canceled and you have to it, it, joey it's not a bachelor season without a cocktail party getting canceled i was so happy to see the cocktail party canceled for no other reason than i just think it's hilarious when they cancel the cocktail party for absolutely no reason and this time they really had no reason to cancel the cocktail party at all because there's no lead to pretend the lead's not saying hey i'm upset i'm going to cancel the cocktail party that's usually what happens in this case wells is just like hey i know it's the last day of paradise you guys are thinking about leaving together you're thinking about engagements you got all these big things about to happen but you know i'm just gonna go ahead and cancel the cocktail party so you can't have any of those conversations um aaron bounces over to, to tia natasha gets sent home um joey what were your thoughts on that final rose ceremony um any thoughts with aaron kind of bouncing over to tia leaving chelsea in the dust natasha my girl getting sent home. She got a pretty brutal uh, paradise experience through and through when it comes to Brendan, when it came to Dr. Joe, when it came to Ed, kind of. <laughs> Ed. When it came to Ed. Ed. Ed is the biggest goober What ever. a guy. I know. I know. Everybody. I, I was actually going to talk about the Ed McKenna thing here uh, in, in a little bit. Any thoughts on that, uh, on that final rose ceremony that we got? Yeah, I mean, it's so funny with the cocktail parties. They have those things 
just so they can cancel <laughs> I know. I know. I know we've talked about I that love before. It. I love it. <laughs> but they just have it. It's like, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. <laughs> I don't know why they would cancel <laughs> one like, in paradise, though. Yeah. There's no reason yeah, it, to. It, it, it just makes no sense. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I loved it how you were just just start cracking up I laughing. just think it's hilarious. I don't know why I think it's funny that they always they have these cocktail parties that they make a big deal out of and people like base their plan around these cocktail parties. You know, especially on the bachelor bachelorette where you get no time whatsoever. You know, that's a kind of a big difference with paradise is time is not an issue at paradise. It's obviously the main issue on the bachelor. So people kind of like establish their entire plan assuming the cocktail party is going to happen and they're planning out what they're going to say. And then it just gets canceled like 75% of the time. (laughs) I just think it's hilarious. You would think, though, I agree with you, but you would think you would actually plan to not have the cocktail party. Like, even though right. it's on the calendar, right. you would, like it's schedule, you should go in knowing full well <laughs> it's going to get canceled. No cocktail party. And then if it does happen, it's a bonus. It's a bonus. Yeah. Like, no one should be surprised. Like, they should be surprised when it happens. Right. Like, like, like when <laughs> the host not. comes on, it's like, hey, we're going to have a cocktail party. They should be, like, floored. Like they should be like they should be like beside themselves. They should have their jaws open, yeah. finding out that it didn't get canceled. Instead, it's the other way around. They act absolutely blindsided every time a cock every time a cocktail party gets canceled. They act absolutely devastated and blindsided, like no cocktail party has ever been canceled before. I just think it's brilliant. I think it's a brilliant move by ABC. <laughs> to make these cocktail parties, make them extremely imperative, especially, again, on The Bachelor or Bachelorette, in terms of you being able to get a rose, make them incredibly important, and then just cancel them for no reason. It makes absolutely no sense, and I think it's a brilliant move on ABC's part. <laughs> it's so funny, too, because they've been doing that ever since this show started. Ever since. Every season <laughs> really? I've ever watched. <laughs> That's great. Back to the first well, first season, a.k.a. Sean Lowe. Sean Lowe, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty incredible. Oh, that's funny. Um, okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, Natasha got sent home. Yeah, rest in peace to her. But, I mean, man, she's killing it. Uh, you know, like, it's, like they said kind of on that outro thing, Natasha has 460,000 uh follower she's killing it the best people on this show always get treated the worst that's just kind of what i've learned and natasha in this case was uh, another victim um of that um dean and kaylin uh show up um i'm not a bachelor in paradise uh i'm not an elite bachelor in paradise mind like i said joey is so he had quite a bit to say about this dean guy what i'll say about them hosting (laughs) they said absolutely they did not say one like helpful thing not not one. I mean, to actually go <laughs> to actually go through that experience and to leave there together, be kind of one of the rare couples that has actually made it. You know, you kind of do have a lot to say, but they didn't say anything. Caitlin literally at one point said she's like her big piece of advice was I strongly suggest you follow your heart. <laughs> As if they weren't going to do that before. As if they weren't. I mean, that's that's just an absolute nothing. <laughs> that's just a nothing comment. An absolute nothing comment. Um what else did Dean say that was just hilarious? Oh, yeah. Um, Serena P. was on her way to go meet. So, and, and Dean's like, how are you doing? Serena P.'s like, oh, I'm I'm really, really nervous. You know, it's the big day. A lot's happened. I'm just, I'm really, really feeling nervous. And Dean just goes, good luck. <laughs> that's all he 
said. He just goes, good luck, and just sends her down. Uh, Joey, thoughts on Dean and Kaylin kind of showing up as a host? I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Kaylin, is that right? Yeah, Kaylin. Um, yeah, it's so funny. So Dean was the king of Paradise when he was on it. And yeah. he was on it, I believe he was on it twice. I think he was on two. So he was on a normal season of The Bachelorette. And then he was on two different Paradise seasons. And I can't remember if it was his first or second run. I think it may have been his second. But he was in, like, a love-like octagon. Like, it, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> like, he was literally the king of paradise. And he, at one point, I think had relationships with just about every girl on the beach. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I used to say that Dean was the king of paradise. However, I think he may have kind of lost his throne... To grocery store Joe, um, grocery store Joe. He kind of seems like he was the new king He's of paradise. He's the new king, absolutely. I mean, he ended up like narrating. Did you did you notice that? How was he subtly transitioned to like the main narrator? But it wasn't until like halfway through the season. Really? But then, yeah. But then he was the one that was actually just narrating everything. I saw yeah. there's a um, there's a an account on Instagram I follow called Bachelor Data, and they acquire. I mean, it's just what it says it is. They acquire an unbelievable amount of of, of data and just kind of quantify things. And grocery store Joe was by far the number one most like filmed person on the show, and, and it wasn't even close. So yeah, I mean, he seems like I mean he was the absolute king, at least of of of, of this season. I don't know about Dean and. And, and and Kaylin, I'll give them a, a D minus <laughs> if I'm being if I'm being generous. <laughs> no, I mean on their hosting job. Yeah, no, I would say I mean Dean his his performance in Paradise A like for sure. Yeah, um, but I will say yeah, I I have to agree with the hosting <laughs> job. I don't know what happened. It looked like they were reading off a teleprompter. Like it was like right. It was like some like political speech or something. I was like, well, what is going on yeah, here? Was... Like, uh, like yeah, it was not. I don't know. I wish just give us like give us David Spade back or something. I don't know. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was yeah. They were not. It was just comical how little advice they were giving. <laughs> it, it was so funny. Yeah, like yeah, the, the Serena P one was my favorite too. Just good luck. All right. Yeah, there's some really really nervous. Uh, you know, <laughs> Kalen and Dean. Like, you know, it's my big day. Good luck. Good luck. That's all he said. <laughs> he didn't even see. He didn't even like transition in and out of the good luck. He didn't say, "All right, we'll head on down there and good luck." He just goes, "Good luck." That's all he said. Just two words. Just gives her two words. Um, amazing. Nice work, Dean. Um, <laughs> way, to, way to knock it out of the park, there, Dean. Nice job. Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, okay. Um, so then we have all of the um, all of the relationships really start to crumble. Um, and I didn't know they were all going to crumble. Like I, I felt like something was wrong with Becca and Thomas. I feel like Becca really didn't want to leave paradise with any, I think Becca, honestly, I think she just kind of went there just to kind of get her name kind of back in the, in, in, in the forefront or something. I don't really think she ever had any intention of leaving with anybody. She was saying the weirdest stuff. She said, she feels like it's too good to be true with Thomas, which I hate it when people say when they say it's too good to be true. It's like that's not a real reason. That's just a gut. That's more of like a feeling rather than an actual reason. She's like, it's just too good to be true. And then she said she's only seen one side of Thomas. And I'm thinking to myself, what kinds of sides of Thomas do you expect to see? You're on paradise you're basically on vacation. You're uh, you're basically going through like a honeymoon stage of your relationship while you're on vacation. Like what 
what kind of difficult like things do you expect to see from Thomas? I don't know what the expectations are. It was kind of bothering me. I'm not the biggest Thomas fan in the world, but her reasoning was made absolutely no sense to me. And, uh, and, and, and that's when I was kind of saying, okay, Becca clearly just didn't want to actually leave with anybody. But apparently they're back together and they're dating. And I think it said that they're in love now and that they're they're dating back at home. So so good for good for them. And maybe I misinterpreted um, Becca. Uh, but what were your thoughts on on Becca and Thomas's uh, breakup? Yeah, it's interesting. I I stand by. I don't think Becca even wanted to come on Paradise. It. It, I don't know like how that goes. Like if ABC says, Hey, do you want to come on paradise? Or if they basically say you're under contract, <laughs> we want you to come right. Um, head on over type of deal. I don't know exactly how that exchange goes, but even she said it when she was talking to Thomas, I don't know uh, if you caught that as well. She said, Thomas, I just kind of like wanted to come. I, what'd you say? I want to get a tan or like she was thinking that, that she yeah, just make yeah, some friends and get make a tan, some friends, right. get a tan, um, and I honestly kind of just believe that like yeah. I, yeah. Um, and so I, I mean, the thing is, <clears throat> then she did, then she went on to say, you know, you it's almost seemed too perfect. It seems too good. Um, like you right. said, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I kind of see what she was saying. I mean, if she felt it was off, you could tell you could, she thought something was kind of off. I, I saw this one coming yeah, from a million yeah, miles see, away. You could see yeah. the writing on the wall with this one. But the interesting thing, though, that people don't do as much, or they didn't this season, which they have in the past, is you don't have to get engaged. You can, like, say, right. hey, I want to just date you outside of this without getting engaged. And honestly, if I was on the show, I think that's more than likely if I found a match on the show, that's what I would do. I would like, too. I, I yes. don't think I would. I know. Yeah. Because I mean, even Riley and and Mar- I think all I think all three of the couples that are now engaged were kind of talking about the family aspect of it. They're not meeting the family. They're not getting to learn who the family is, and that that says so. Your family says so much about who you are as well, and that's just a huge. There is so much that they don't know about each other yet they don't know what their lives are even like they only know each other from a vacation basically i mean there's so much that could potentially go wrong with an engagement at paradise because again i think you're really only seeing it's kind of like becca said you're only really seeing kind of one side of the person not to say you're not going to go through some kinds of ups and downs while you're at paradise as i think all three couples did go through ups and downs for sure but not anything really severe to the point where it could like hinder their i don't know i i guess i'm not i I don't know exactly where i'm where i'm going with that i just think that it doesn't make a lot of sense to go right for the engagement but i assume that's what abc wants i assume that that's what um is going to pull viewers is is showing uh is showing it going going all the way to the engagement so i don't know um Ed and McKenna. Um, the, the, how screwed was Ed from the from the word go? Ed really didn't have a chance. First of all, McKenna never wanted to go on a date with Ed to begin with. Remember that? She asked Aaron to go on the date. Ed just kind of came over and said, "Hey, I'll go on the date with you." And McKenna's like, "No." And Ed's like, "Like, what? What's the worst that could happen? You can't leave today." And she's like, "Okay." So. McKenna didn't really want to go on the date with Ed to begin with. Ed said that he could see himself falling in love with McKenna, which is a preposterous statement, I think, in any circumstance. You could see yourself falling in love with McKenna. You've known her for three days. 
Don't give me that you could see yourself falling in love with her edit. It's insane. McKenna leaves. McKenna, and then McKenna, you know, says, you know, sorry, but you know, I don't think it's gonna work. You know, the distance thing isn't isn't gonna work. And as McKenna's leaving, somebody in the background goes, "Yeah, I'm not surprised." <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> somebody in the background's like, "Is that McKenna leaving?" And someone else goes, "Yeah, I'm not surprised." <laughs> I think every single person knew that that wasn't going to work out even the guys after ed left the guys were like does ed really think this is going to work out uh, i think they all knew that wasn't going to work uh thoughts on ed <laughs> yeah ed ed is ed is something else i mean i don't even remember ed when he was on a season of the bachelorette to to be completely honest and but i like when he showed up i like distantly remembered him and then i he kind of just proved why like he yeah, yeah no, he's, right. Ed is just such a goober. He guy. seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he seems like a good, right. Don't a get good it wrong. Guy, Don't get it wrong. Guy. Yes, yes. And I, I hope he finds love. I think there's somebody out there right. for Ed. Unfortunately, I think it could have been Natasha. Natasha really liked Ed. I, I, I Natasha seemed really into Ed. Ed obviously wasn't into Natasha too much because he, you know, ducked out and did the thing with um, with McKenna. But yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean. Yeah. I. I think Natasha, maybe, I, I guess I'm not sure, maybe Ed um, didn't didn't see it with Natasha, but maybe it could have worked out. All I will say is this. Like I said, some some girl I think is out there for Ed. He just seems like a super nice guy, but that person is not McKenna. <laughs> it's absolutely not McKenna. Unfortunately. And I think everybody <laughs> knew it was not McKenna. I think even Ed probably had a hunch that it was, <laughs> it was not going to be. Um, McKenna and then the James and Anna thing happens this was just some of the most scripted TV I've ever seen the James and Anna breakup was just awful James is like he's kind of like a bad actor you know in some kind of cases you know I feel like you need some kind of acting because I'm sure the Bachelor producers do kind of tell you what they want you to say and I feel like when James gets fed a line he just can't deliver it like he delivers it really really stiff and it's just like a really horrible actor and I was really getting that sense a lot um, in this case um, as James um, broke up with Anna so James breaks up with Anna um, and the first thing that came to my mind was oh my gosh James actually survived all of Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> <laughs> he was there from the first day all the way until the end. James. And he didn't make any... I mean, I'm sorry, but as far as I could see, I mean, he was bouncing around a lot, but he didn't make any like strong connections at all, but somehow survived until the end. So good for him. Uh, he breaks up with Anna. And then <laughs> obviously him and Aaron had already kind of talked about this because James says, hey, I'm about to take off. And he must have known that Aaron wasn't going to leave with Tia. They must have known that that wasn't going to be a thing. So <laughs> James is just like, hey, Aaron, you want to get out of here together? And Aaron's like, oh, dude, yeah, for sure. <laughs> he gets, like, really excited. Aaron gets, like, really excited about the thought of leaving with James. And he's like, all right, yeah, let's go. He's like, oh, wait, I got to talk to Tia real quick. <laughs> I love the way he said that. Everyone else is sitting down and having these serious <laughs> conversations with their person and all Aaron says is is yeah well hold on real quick I just gotta go talk to Tia real quick <laughs> just the way he says that and it was I mean when he went to talk to Tia he didn't sit her down on a day bed and start to kind of talk through their relationship didn't give he just says hey Tia uh just so you know uh this is not going to uh you know I, I don't think this is going to work out uh I I gotta leave and Tia's like oh we're, we're gonna talk right right here <laughs> like she was expecting to go to a day bed and Aaron's like yeah no we gotta do 
this real quick because James is about to leave. I'm going to take off with James, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll catch you later. <laughs> and Tia's like, Tia's just like, screw this entire place. Like, Tia's like, you've got to be kidding me. I thought it was unbelievable. I didn't expect any of that. The ultimate bromance there. No, my question is, with Tia, why did it have to be quick? Like, like, like what, what was preventing, <laughs> yeah. like, like James would have just waited for them to have the conversation <laughs> right. and then they could have still rode off in the it's sunset so together. True. Like, like, why, why did that, like, like that, that was what, what, I, what I found so hilarious about that. I was, I was like, he's like, yeah, no, we got to do this. Like just right, right here. And she was like, wait, what, wait, what, what? And he's like, yeah, no, 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 this is just got, this is got to be like really make sure this is, this got this got to be quick. Like this got to be real quick. James is waiting. And I'm like, like, wait, wait, what? Like time, time doesn't actually exist on the right. Exactly. Time does not exist in paradise at all. You could have had a two hour conversation with Tia about everything. And James would have just been sitting there. Where's James going to go? He's not going anywhere. <laughs> It's so true, Joey. They're acting like there's this time crunch. There's no time crunch. There's never a time crunch on Bachelor in Paradise. James could have sat outside that SUV for five hours waiting for Aaron. Uh, apparently, Aaron's just respectful of James's time. <laughs> it's got to be what it boils down to. Is hey, my boy's waiting, and uh, I, uh, I I I got to get out of here. Uh, I, I, I loved it too. How Aaron was like laughing, <laughs> like he was. Right. Tia was like laughing too. Yeah, the Tia's like. All right, screw screw this entire place. Like, right. are you kidding Everyone me? else is having, like, these serious talks, and Aaron's just got a big smile on his face. He's like, yeah, I got to get out of here. He's like, we got to make this super quick. James is, <laughs> James is waiting. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, that was that amazing. was a pretty. I think it said James and Aaron are uh, are roommates now too. They sit on the end, which I just I just think that's awesome. I kind of like it when people become friends after the season. That seems to happen a lot on Bachelor, uh, the Bachelorette, uh, with with the guys. The guys all seemed like friends after Katie's season, at least. So I, I like that. I like the fact that they're roommates and they're actually like really good buddies. Uh, I think that's cool. Um, and then we have the three engagements. Honestly, dude, I don't really have that much to say about the three engagements. I mean, we saw everything that happened. I think I've said everything I need to say. I don't think there's any reason to get engaged. It doesn't really make sense to me. I don't know why that would be the play. I'm sure ABC is kind of really wanting them to get engaged. But if I was in that spot, I would definitely say, let's go back and let's kind of live life out outside of the cameras and outside of vacation and see if we can make it work. Not to say that we couldn't make it work, but we just have a lot of things to still be seen. So I don't really have too much to say uh, about the uh, the three engagements we saw. I mean, I'm happy for all three of them. You know, good, good, good for them. <laughs> you got any thoughts over there on the three engagements? Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. Definitely happy for all, all the couples. And yeah, I, I mean, some of them, I will say this, um, some were definitely like from the get-go like even serena said it he's she serena said if you would have told me at the beginning i was going to be getting engaged to grocery store joe like i would have never believed it or something to right that effect right and i kind of agree um yeah no i mean i some of the couples i think were surprising um but uh but no i mean i'm yeah no i'm happy for them um yeah, not too much more to add, I would say. Yeah. Um, I couldn't hear a thing Mari and Kenny were saying during their engagement. Remember that the waves were crashing during Mari and Kenny's engagement. The waves were absolutely crashing onto the beach, and I couldn't hear a word they were saying because the waves were so long. You remember that? 
Yeah, no, that was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> like literally, they're 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 trying to talk. I yeah, you couldn't hear a single word Mari or Kenny said because the no. waves are so loud, <laughs> and it was seriously just hilarious. Like, I, I don't know how ABC didn't like catch that when they were doing it, um, but it was so funny. So. A story came to mind. Story time with oh Joey. Oh boy, it's story time with Everybody Joey. Drum roll. Da-da-da-da. We should we should have another. No, we should have another song for that. <laughs> story it time. is now. It is now time for story time with Joey. <laughs> we do we need should. Yeah, song. We, we we should. Yeah. Um, that reminded me of. So I I went to, so, okay. Flashback to the the engagement here. So the waves are crashing, and I don't even know if you remember this, but I just kept turning on my volume. And all we were getting is louder waves. <laughs> louder waves. We weren't. Right. We weren't getting more clear voices. Just the waves were crashing harder. The, the voices. And harder. The voices seemed like they were not going up at all. It was like just the waves. <laughs> like you were just turning up the waves. Is what it seemed like was happening. I know. Like if I need to go to bed tonight and I can't fall asleep, I might just have to go back and try to loop that as like a sound machine. Because <laughs> right. that's what it. That's right. what it was. It was. Yeah, and it reminded me of. So I was in. Uh, Barcelona, Spain with my family and I went out one morning to try to get breakfast and I walked into just this like little coffee shop and I was trying to like order stuff and all the people in the entire shop spoke Spanish and instead of trying so yeah (laughs) yeah and instead of trying to change how I was saying it do anything different. I was trying to just order. I just started talking louder and louder and louder, and they still had no idea what I was saying. They had not the That's slightest such clue. Such a Joey move. <laughs> Joey says whatever they whatever he says. They probably go Como, okay? Yeah, and then yeah. and then Joey just. <laughs> repeats himself louder even though it's obviously a language barrier it's not an aspect of them not being able to literally hear you can hear what you're saying all day long they don't speak that language oh my god that is hilarious yeah that is a joey move i could see you by the end of it oh yeah you're just like leaning forward like or you're like only a few feet from them just yelling english at them and they're like okay i think i left empty-handed i don't think i i I just think i turned around just left you couldn't figure out the language barrier you couldn't point at stuff (laughs) i was so broken and i'm sure they were equally if not more broken and i I left empty-handed yeah i'm sure they were very confused about what the hell that gringo was (laughs) was doing in their shop and why he was yelling english at them every time they asked him what was going on uh joey ready for the last power rankings of paradise yep it is now time for joey's power rankings this is the power rankings um, of this kind episode? Of for, for this episode. The most confusing part of our show every time. Because it, I swear it changes every time. Joey makes his picks and nobody knows what the hell they actually mean. Um, okay. It's kind of based off the season. So Abigail. It's kind of based off the season. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the newest installment of Joey's power rankings. These are actually your top five best of the season so far kind of what the hell are these halfway and there is joey's power ranking song joey explain the power rankings so the power rankings for this one not gonna lie this could get a little bit messy okay great (laughs) it's uh terrific it's the most surprising and least surprising people or couples on the season okay so uh, 
explain to the audience what you mean by most surprising, least surprising. What does that mean? So what I mean by that is most surprising as, as in when I saw them come onto Paradise, I thought they were going to do one thing and they ended up being completely different. Okay. And least surprising would be they came on and did exactly what and then they just they I thought they were going. They to were do. just right on brand. Okay. Yeah. So most surprising, least surprising. Least. People and couples. You want to start with the least surprising? Yeah, I'll okay. start with the least surprising. All right, go ahead. So least I'm going with your guy Carl is absolutely (laughs) absolutely he played right on brand the whole time the best Carl moment from paradise was his karate that was still my favorite (laughs) moment it was so Carl everybody else is like doing sit-ups and push-ups and kind of like normal like workout stuff that you would do alone without any weights or anything Carl's just doing wild kung fu moves just absolutely wild Kung Fu moves, and he's acting like no one can like <laughs> see him. He knows everybody can see him. It was just textbook Carl. Reminded me of when he was practicing his punching. He was starting a bunch of drama during Katie's season, then he was in the background practicing his punching as if he was going to get in a fight with a, like a fist fight with all these guys. Um, yeah, Carl was pretty right on brand, wasn't he? Yeah, no, he did exactly. He did exactly what we thought he was going to do. <laughs> had all sorts of plans was giving out jewelry yeah. doing all sorts of Forgot other about the jewelry other, other nonsense <laughs> and uh yeah just it, it was it was pretty entertaining but not surprising at all yeah no he was uh he was very um on brand uh putting plans carl on paradise was a good move i've said that before i'm a plans carl fan i think he's hilarious um, I think the way he behaves is just extremely interesting. I just find all the plans that he has hilarious. None of them work. Remember how excited he was to leave? He got he got he didn't get a rose, but he was really excited because he self sabotaged that one person. He sabotaged the other guy that was giving that girl a necklace, and he was just excited to see him leave. Um, yeah, good call on, on plans, Carl. Nothing nothing out of uh, nothing that we didn't expect there from him. Yeah, no, he was. He was pretty much right, right on brand. Yeah, right. well, good, good, good hilarious. pick. Good, good pick there. Uh, and uh, number two, number two, I'm going with actually with with Aaron and James. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially Aaron. Yeah, they came on to Paradise for one reason and one reason only. For Instagram followers, yeah, so true, and to bro down with each other. Yeah, they had no intention of actually getting in any sort of relationship with any of the girls on the beach. They literally wanted to crack jokes, yeah, crack one-liners, and get get more famous, get the free vacation, and like you said, it is literally unbelievable that James made it all the way to all the, the end. Yep, start to didn't finish, even remotely form one connection nope nope never had a chance never not even anything close yeah yeah i have never seen that ever watching the show i've never seen it and And aaron aaron was bouncing around quite a bit as well yeah yeah i mean mean, yeah aaron was so on brand the entire time i mean all of the one-liners he made every time he said bro i would love an aaron bro count how many times did he say bro throughout the course of the season all the fights he was getting in remember he would just concert in katie's season he had no interest in really getting to know katie he was just spending the entire time just dealing with drama and just getting mad at the other guys that's kind of what he did on paradise as well he just spent all of his time like getting upset 
with the other guys and he wasn't really interested in like forming relationships uh with the women that were there so yeah good good call there <laughs> yeah and it was so funny about Aaron the only I think the only reason why he even remotely like formed any sort of relationship was a to just keep getting roses and stay on the show and then b get mad at other guys when they tried to get his girls because they were going to get his rose to prevent him from getting on the show right to prevent him from cracking one-liners and getting more followers it was exactly. just kind of this like Aaron's circle of life <laughs> exactly there was an Aaron loop that just kept <laughs> happening there was just a big Aaron loop uh, um yeah good 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 stuff uh, I'm, I'm i'm with you there number one least surprising person ed ed <laughs> don't give me an ed don't the, say the ed, ed the ed edit you don't even edit. remember ed you said you didn't even remember ed how can you not be surprised by him when you didn't even remember him I just remember him being just like such a like just kind of like bland guy. Like he just like he wasn't, you know, he was nice, but he wasn't like, you know, I don't know. He wasn't super interesting when he yeah. was on. Like I said, he wasn't that memorable. And when he came on to Paradise, when I just saw him, I'm like, really, Ed? And then, and then, honestly, <laughs> I just love that name, Ed. Ed, yeah, yeah. it's just so. Funny. He just looks like an Ed. Yeah, it's just it's so funny. He literally just did exactly what I thought he was gonna do. He just was kind of there, and he just kind of existed, and then he left. I don't know. He, <laughs> yeah. Like I feel bad. I mean, he he's a nice guy. He don't is, get me wrong. He was he's just kind of he was just kind of dead weight. But though. he did. Yeah, he just. I don't know. He just he he's a great guy, but he just I just don't think he belongs on the big screen. I yeah. mean, some people. Just aren't aren't meant for the for the big screen life. So yeah, but that, you know what? Apparently, ABC decided to bring him back, so there was something there. And like I said, I think Natasha really liked Ed. Natasha seemed into Ed, and she wanted to be with Ed. So I think Ed, in hindsight, should have stuck with that and shouldn't have tried to ride the McKenna train. That was <laughs> a one way ticket straight to nowhere. Um, probably should have stuck with uh, Natasha. But um, okay, apparently Ed's your <laughs> least surprising person. <laughs> Just the ed edit, okay. Um, Your most surprising people, the people that you you were the most surprised by. um, I'm looking over your shoulder. I think you got four people on this one. Is that right? Yeah, four people and or groups and couples. Okay, Uh, most surprise or Uh, couples. Least. Wait, is this? Oh, most surprising here. Okay. <laughs> I forgot what we've been doing. Okay. It's been a long three hours. I just watched three hours of Bachelor. I'm doing the podcast. My brain's a little melted. Uh, hit me at number four. Number four. I'm actually going to go with Riley. Um, he surprised me because when he came on the show, I was like, first of all, this guy is like a chiseled statue. Like he is, I mean, he is built so big. And I was like, yeah wow still is yeah no i mean no exactly and the thing is i was like okay he's obviously got the body but does he have more than just that right and he proved he did and he's just he's actually such a goofy guy he was like so strange like he just would say the most like outlandish things at times and the thing is that was so funny about him too i thought he was gonna like just chill in the background the whole time but he really got in the action a lot of times when he probably didn't even need to into the drama, he was sidekicking with uh, Judge Ivan. Judge Joe on a few times. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he was kind of taking Ivan's side. He was on a originally few taking Ivan's yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and Judge Joe because he he was part of the Judge Joe. He was on the Judge Joe jury he, for Chris. He was. He was part of the jury. He was part of the jury when it came to <laughs> to Chris. You're exactly right. Um, yeah, I thought Riley was a good guy. I mean, the entire time I got nothing but really 
positive things to 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 say about him um yeah when he would get involved with drama i wasn't like super <laughs> thrilled with that but um yeah he was a good guy uh, good call number three. Oh, so number three so i know we already touched on this but i'm going serena and joe i honestly like didn't think originally i was like no way is this actually gonna work yeah but then slowly but surely like it, it actually kind of did i mean like i said before Serena was really surprising to me because I did not really like her at all after Matt's season. I just, she kind of, I yeah, don't you even know. I, I, I forgot about that. You did not her. like her. Yeah. No, I wasn't a big fan of her. Um, but man, she really changed my mind a lot on this, on Bachelor in Paradise. I don't know. She just, I don't know. She told, she told it like it was. I felt like she was very real. Like, I feel like she didn't hold back. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, Joe, uh, I mean, King of Paradise, Joe, seriously, he yeah. was, wow. I mean, he really took over the whole show, which was just crazy. I've I've almost never seen someone completely take over the entire show as much as Joe did. Yeah. I mean, it was it was his beach. It really was, yeah. I mean, he like, like I said, I mean, he was definitely the, the number one most um, filmed. Nobody got more screen time uh, than Joe on that season. I don't think it was even uh, particularly close. Um, yeah, I mean, Serena is great. Uh, Joe is great. Doesn't seem on paper like a match made in heaven, but it kind of worked out right away from from the get-go. They're both pretty uh, kind of go-with-the-flow, easygoing people. I love something they said at the end. They're like, we'll figure all that other stuff out later. You know what I mean? They, you remember them saying that? Which, you know, one person might say, well, hold on now. You're not having these conversations. But they're like, you know what? We really, really like each other. So we're going to get engaged and anything else we'll figure it out when we cross that bridge you know what i mean i actually kind of like that i kind of like that type b kind of go with the flow nature that both of them seem to have i really appreciate that and yeah like i said i was happy for grocery store joe the entire time man he uh he he was my uh, my favorite dude on the show and um was really happy to see all that work out as as, as well as it did so very good call there uh number two. Oh, you got something else to say on that uh yeah one more thing and it was mm, no, I agree, and I think she was kind of referencing how Joe and Kendall broke up the first time because of the distance. Because she's, I guess she's from Toronto, it sounded like, yes. and he is, lives in Chicago, and it sounds like they both still currently live there. Right. Um, and so I think that's what she was referencing. So I think, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see if someone moves. Joe seems like he wants to be in Chicago, so it seems like yeah. she might have to move to chicago so we will see it's gonna be very interesting if to see if she does that what if he refuses what if they both refuse to move again again break up joe, that. joe goes on paradise again next summer oh <laughs> uh, yeah i guess the same history repeated so <laughs> went on paradise, on paradise again uh, just no one wants to move to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Lord knows I'm not ever going to move from Chicago. There's nothing Joe loves more than uh, the city of Chicago, uh, yeah. apparently. So Yeah, Joe is a really big fan of Chicago. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what uh, Serena's loyalty is to Toronto. It was interesting. One random thing I, I heard, too, is it seemed like her, her Canadian accent kind of came through a lot more um in this in this episode which was which was interesting um and he joe even commented on it in the proposal um but yeah kind of circling back to those 
Canadian girls. I don't know. There's some up in there in Canada, in, in Canada, in, in Canada. Yeah. And I don't know if if stuff doesn't work out for for me in the states, I might just have to head to Canada try yeah. to find my wife. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot going on, <laughs> a lot, a lot going on up there. So who knows? Uh, good call. Uh, number two. Number two. I'm going with Kenny. Um, that guy really, really surprised me this season. Um, when he, when he came on, he was doing the whole like wasn't wearing any clothes and he and then i was like they were kind of trying to make that his mo the whole time right like, and it ABC. was terrible it was yeah, a it terrible was so edit unwatchable yeah ABC. unwatchable Again, abc stay classy abc yeah um yeah that that was not not the edit we wanted however <laughs> however however kenny really surprised me though he he genuinely like because he almost seemed like at first it was like, all right, is this a guy that's really meant for a reality TV show, right? Um, that's at least the vibe I got. You know, he was almost like, is this guy going to kind of play along and, 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 you know, and whatnot. But he really did. He really bought into the show and he really genuinely wanted to find someone. And you could just tell he it was real for him. He really, really liked Mari. They're a great match. I don't know. I'm super happy for the guy. It yeah, seemed, me it, too. It was crazy. I was like, wow. I mean, and he just really like, like, again, when I saw him, especially like his opening edit on the show, I was like, oh, oh my gosh, this is gonna be a long season with Kenny. Like, we're not yeah. going to, you know, it's not going to be great with, with, with him and with he, the naked edit. Yeah, exactly. That's not the edit that, that we, that no, we wanted. It's not that the edit that anyone wanted, wants. No. needed, or desired. And he's obviously not naked. So like, why do we have to pretend like he is? You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the thing is the guy really, he really like, I, I was just so surprised like by him. I don't know. He, uh, in the end, like, yeah, I mean, it just really seemed like he was just all in on Mari and he was just, I don't know the way he navigated through is just like he was just so nice about it he's like you know i'm 40 she's 25 like i've you know experienced all this life in my 20s and 30s <laughs> mari seriously like do you want to do that or you go with it and then she's like nope i'm all in and so yeah. i don't know i'm happy for him yeah i am too i've always liked um kenny i mean he's he was kind of an unpredictable dude uh for a lot of the a lot of the season definitely a goofy guy you know kind of a character um also, uh, when I say unpredictable, it's like, you know, he kind of bounced to Demi and then he was kind of with Tia. He was kind of all over the place. I think he was kind of in a love square there for a little bit. But at the same time, he kind of showed a lot of a lot of maturity as well. Um, I could tell that he was older than the rest of them. You know, even when I see him talk to Tia, uh, to um, Tamari, excuse me. Um, yeah, he just seems pretty, pretty level headed and seems like a really kind of nice guy seems like he'd be a kind of a cool guy to hang out with and uh yeah i have nothing but good things to say about kenny i thought that he got a pretty good edit on the show i bet there's a lot of kenny fans after seeing him on that season of bachelor in paradise so yeah i can't disagree with uh with with kenny um at at all i can't say if i was surprised or not by him because i didn't see him on any other season but in terms of kenny as a person uh, i think he seems like a pretty cool guy so good pick yeah no i i i agree like I was actually kind of even surprised by Mari as well. We didn't see too much of her yeah. on Matt's season, but I mean, she is great too. I yeah, mean, she were, is. Yeah, I li- she, I've always yeah. liked her. Yeah, yeah. I've liked her a lot on the season too. Yeah. Yeah. She was great. Just always super mature and super real about everything. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think they're, they're a good match. I will say this out of the couples, the three couples that got engaged, I think they're the most likely to make it in my opinion 
I would say they're least likely. Actually, really? I think that I, I think so. I, I and I mean, I think that they have a good connection, but I still think that Kenny seems just. He seemed kind of has he seemed more hesitant, I would say, than the other two, just because she was a little bit younger. I I was just getting this vibe with Kenny that he was just a bit kind of hesitant still. Um, but you know, with with that being said, um, I, I I think that they seemed like a good match. I think that they both seem pretty mature. They definitely seemed into each other. But I, I could just tell there was some kind of hesitance with Kenny. That's the only thing I noticed. Yeah, I mean, I could see where you're coming from on that. I I think his. I think he was all in and he's like, Hey, I'm 40. Like I, I'm trying to, you know, fi- you know, I'm trying to lock some up. I'm right. trying to like lock in my wife here. So right. I, I think that, I think he just genuinely wanted to make sure she was on the same page just because she's younger. Um, you know, I think he just genuinely wanted to make sure that she was ready for it being younger. Yeah. Like, he was kind of like, are you sure? Right. Like, right. You right. Sure? Right. You want right. to right. you marry me? Yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, he I doesn't think. even seem, yeah, again, he doesn't look 40 at all. So it was hard to even like think of him as a 40 year old. Cause to me, he just kind of looked like another guy on the beach, uh, to, to, to me, but yeah, uh, good call. Number one, most surprising person of the season. Joey's got a big old grin on his face. Who, <laughs> who is this going to be? David Spade. David Spade, that's a good pick, actually. That is a good pick because I, I, I said I was fine with David Spade coming on to Bachelor in Paradise. You did not like it from the get-go. Uh, t- yeah, talk to me about that. The fact that, yeah, he kind of ended up uh, ended up doing a, a, a pretty great job. He was pretty funny and, and, and did a good job hosting. You really liked him. Yeah, I, I was not happy at all originally before they aired any of the season that he was – coming on as a guest host when they announced it i was like no way david spade that's not gonna be good at all but he completely surprised me i mean he honestly i thought he was great as the guest host his subtle dry humor yeah him coming down the morning and be like all right well what happened <laughs> he's like i zonked out at 7 i, I, zonked I missed every single thing that happened what happened yeah it's so funny and i know he was really just it, he was he was great um honestly I know there's rumors circulating, and, and we'll have to maybe get into that at a, on a later episode about a new uh, permanent host potentially. But I don't think those are rumors. Oh, I think really? that the, it's a fact. The new Bachelor host is going to be Jesse Palmer. Oh, really? Who was the Bachelor of like season five or something like that? I actually know who that is because he's on ESPN. He does college football analysis for ESPN. So I actually do know. Who that is? Um, definitely not like uh, the big name that uh, everybody's gonna know. At least I, you know, I, I, I knew who I was familiar with who he was through ESPN. But no, it's not a rumor. It's a, it's a fact. Like it was posted by, like the Bachelor. Like they officially announced that he's gonna be the host. So yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I don't know too much or, or, about or, or, him. Or maybe it's not that he's a permanent host, but he's definitely gonna be the host for the next season of The Bachelor, for sure. Okay. I don't. I don't know if they said that he's going to be the guy moving forward for every season from here on out, but he's going to host the next season of The Bachelor for sure. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't even know it was that. Yep. Oh, it's a for sure thing. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't even know him that well, but yeah, we will have to see. I don't know. Hopefully, he does well. But I will say, I was. I was just about to say, uh, they should have had David Spade be the full time host. I. I. I think. 
I'd be okay with. I mean, of, of course, I think it'd be funny. Um, but I think that he would work better in Paradise because Paradise is a more informal environment where you can kind of crack one-liners. You can kind of be goofy. With The Bachelor, it seems like it's just more kind of again formal you're kind of like facilitating these dates and you're facilitating i i don't know i mean maybe you're right maybe it would work i don't i i, I don't know but um yeah i mean i'd like spade a lot as as well i didn't mind the whole kind of circle of hosts thing joey didn't really care for it but i i didn't really mind the circle of hosts thing i think it would have been best if spade was just the host the entire time but at the same time i just i it didn't really bother me who the host was or who the host wasn't i i was just kind of all for whatever they were going to give me so yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, you nailed it with that one. I yeah, I was not. I yeah, I wish Spade would have never left the beach the whole yeah. time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The the kind of yeah, we'll we'll see what happens next year. I honestly think they're just gonna have Wells host the whole thing. I would not be any of a surprised if they did that. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah we'll see. I I mean, I, I'd be all I'd be all for Wells uh, hosting it. But Joey, very well done. We uh, survived an entire season of uh, Bachelor in Paradise, Michelle's Bachelorette season. We are going to be diving into that um, not a week from today. I think two weeks from today. So we're going to have a little bit of a break and then we're <laughs> going to have a one week break and we're right back into the thick of it. Just like that. I, I and like I, and I love it. Yeah. I like how you're like, oh, yeah. We're going to have a little break, and normally there is, like, a legitimate break. I mean, normally, like a few normally months. it's, like, months. Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to have an, a one-week break. <laughs> have a one-week break, and we're right into Michelle's season. So <laughs> I can't wait for it. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. So, Joey, very well done. And with that, we are going to wrap up. So, everybody, have a good rest of your day, and we will see you guys in a couple of weeks. See you in two weeks. Showers. Didn't even get no static from the cowards Cause just yesterday them booze tried to blast me Saw the police and they rolled right past me No flexing, didn't even look in a direction As I ran the intersection with the show dog's house